a reading from the book of Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord God, I myself will search for my sheep and will seek them out. As shepherds seek out their flocks when they are among their scattered sheep, so I will seek out my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places to which they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the counties, and I will bring them into their own land, and I will feed them on the mountains of Israel by the watercourses and in all the inhabited parts of the land. I will feed them with good pasture, and the mountain heights of Israel shall be their pasture. There they shall lie down in good grazing land, and they shall feed on the rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep, and I will make them lie down, says the Lord God. I will seek the lost, and I will bring back bring back the strayed, and I will bind up the injured, and I will strengthen the weak, but the fat and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them with justice. Therefore, thus says the Lord God to them, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep, because you pushed me with flank and shoulder and butted me at all the weak animals with their horns until they scattered them far and wide. I will save my flock, and they shall no longer be ravaged, and I will judge between sheep and sheep. I will set up over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he shall feed them. He shall feed them and be their shepherd. And I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David shall be prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church.
reading from the letter of Paul to the Ephesians. I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love toward all the saints. And for this reason I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation as you come to know him. So that with the eyes of your heart enlightened, you may know what it is to hope to which he is called. What are the, the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints? And what is the innumerable greatness of his power for us who believe? According to the working of his great power, God put this power to work in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above the rule and authority and power and dominion, and above all every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. And he has put all things under his feet and has made them the head over all things for his church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Here with the Spirit is saying to the church.
right hand and the goats at the left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, you that are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you, or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? And the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. Then he will say to those of his left hand, You that are accursed, depart from me into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not give me clothing. Sick, and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not take care of you? Then he will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. Our 
Thank you. 
remember to ever being faced with the choice to offer care and love to a hungry, thirsty, estranged, naked, sick, or imprisoned God. Because this is where our divine King differs from the halls of human power all over this world throughout time. Our King is a Lamb sitting on the throne in the book of Revelations. He is among the meek and lowly who are hungry and asking for food. Our Christ the King is a criminal hanging on a cross, punished for challenging the status quo. He is among the prisoners. Our all-powerful creator is a baby in a barn, born to an unmarried teenage mother and a dad blindsided by unfettered pregnancy. Christ the King is among the underserved, the misunderstood, and the judged. For our sake, and not through greed, our King marks us as his own at baptism, enters our minds, bodies, and souls at the Eucharistic table, and interacts with the world through us. When we encounter our God, our King, our Christ, in the most unlikely places, we make a choice. We must choose. Do we walk away and turn our attention and our deepest loyalties to the institutions and distractions of human power? Or do we allow this unlikely divine king to rule our hearts that we might assist in the coming kingdom? We have this choice to make a hundred times a day. Every time we are asked to serve, to give, to forgive, to love someone who is difficult to love, to notice those on the edges of society and meet them where they are, on even ground. This is Christ coming to us. At Advent, at Christmas time, he comes in a very particular way, a very tender and transformative way. In the coming weeks, he arrives again and asks him to sit on the throne in each of our hearts. He is a king of untold meekness, humility, and possibility. He turns our idea of royalty on its head and elevates it beyond imagination. And we need to ask ourselves, how will we respond to the arrival of our King this time?
St. Thomas Church, Tom's Trinity Church, Brentham, the Episcopal Marriage Encounter, and the Curcio Program. For the peace and unity of the Church of God.
we're starting to get ready for Advent. Make an Advent read in Carol right after this. And Carol was there putting out um, some of the little Advent devotionals, and she said, those are the ones from last year that were left over, and here's some new ones. So I said, I'm sure to hold them up and encourage everybody to stop by the parish hall and get an Advent devotional. This little blue one is particularly for teens and young adults. Um, 
instead of the usual prelude recital and even song, this is just even song. So if you can squeeze out about 45 minutes of your day to come sit in the chapel and, and support the youth choir and partake in this ancient tradition, I encourage you to do so.
Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit, to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, 